uh, just by the intro, most people recognize that song. It's a very uh, particular kind of intro, and uh, worldwide, people just recognize that when they first hear the introduction that when she was my girl or my girl. Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Accolades Conversation Series, in which I talk to some of my favorite artists about who or what they would recommend me checking out. Make sure to subscribe to our channel or hit the like button. Duke Fakir is an American singer. He's a founding member of the Motown Quartet, The Four Tops, from 1953 to the present day. A first tenor, Fakir is the group's lone surviving original member, performing today with Ronnie McNear, Lawrence Payton Jr., son of original member Lawrence Payton, and Alexander Morris. As a member of The Four Tops, Fakir was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1990, received a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame in 1997, was inducted into the Vocal Group Hall of Fame 1999, the Grammy Hall of Fame 98, received the Grammy Life Achievement Award in 2009, and was included in the Billboard magazine Top 100 Recording Artists of All Time. I spoke to Duke about The Temptations. As of 2022, The Temptations continued to perform with founder Otis Williams in the lineup. Over the course of their career, The Temptations released four Billboard Hot 100 number one singles and 14 R&B number one singles. Three classic Temptations songs, My Girl, Just My Imagination and Papa Was a Rolling Stone were amongst the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's 500 songs that shaped rock and roll. If you're into my illustrations, this podcast started as an illustration book, which you can still get on CrateRecords.be. This is what Duke had to add. I always like to upgrade my uh, partners that we work with a lot, and that's Temptations. Otis Williams and his Temptations. Uh, I think that he does very well with this group, and he just keeps getting um, and then staying right at the top uh, of that of that class of entertainment. Uh, and I'd like to pat him on the back for, you know, for taking care of business in the correct way. Did you guys work together like since the 60s? We started doing this in 1983. That's when they had Motown 25 and we all got together after, you know, a while of working and, and not seeing each other that much. And we had a great uh, gathering and they put the Four Tops and Temptations together, singing each other's songs. And it's like a battle. But it was very, very visual and, and it's very good sound wise and all. So we thought we would take a, a portion of that on the road and just uh, travel together, which is we've been very successful at. It. It's been, like I say, since 1983, approximately 75 percent of our engagements are with the Temptations and the other 25 are other dates that we do on our own. People buy, keep buying that show because uh, it's you know it's um, it's two for the money so to speak and uh, they enjoy it they enjoy, enjoy the difference that we are together and, and and we all stand tall in our own right in our own little class. It was a good show to see. What I also always ask as well is when you name a group like the Temptations, they have such a big history of music. Is there one song yeah. that you particularly think people who might not know of the Temptations should check out first? Yeah, when she was my girl. That's probably the biggest song. It's the more recognizable. Uh, just by the intro, most people recognize that song. It's a very uh, particular kind of intro. And 
uh, worldwide people just recognize that when they first hear the introduction that when she was my girl or my girl we we have a song recorded called when she's my girl but theirs is just my girl sorry maybe i'm being ignorant but were there ever collaborations between the two bands was there ever a record together when we first put it together we put together a record or two that it was not on the ep it, it did just so so but just uh, the appearance is what has been the biggest thing with us so we didn't really go into deep recording. We could have recorded the whole album together, but we didn't. We just recorded a couple of songs and put it out on the EP. Um, and it did so-so. The experience like being on the road, the amount of people that you are touring with, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's, yeah. uh, it's, a, it's, it's a big thing to do. How, how many shows have you played this year? You know, I, I don't count the shows. That's between 80 and 100, something okay. similar to that. You still continue in the States for right now? We still... Okay fact that I go out of town I just got back in town we've just down a weekend on the east coast and now we're doing a, a weekend um, on the northeast coast and then we head out west so we're constantly pretty much constantly working on weekends here in the states but just before Christmas I think our last date is the 15th of December then we don't go back to work until right after the new year the amount of shows a year has it always been the same since you know the 70s 60s no it was it was many more shows than the for the four tops especially in the 60s 70s and 80s uh, we did quite a few shows a year maybe 120 per year so it hasn't slowed down that much I mean it's still pretty that's still pretty Cool. That's what's that is good enough for me. It's good enough for us. I put it like that. I can't imagine being in my 80s and and touring that much. Like I think 100 <laughs> is, is for a, for a young band is already a lot. Uh, so it's it's uh... you, you know like Michael Jordan. I guess I was built to do what I do. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, and I and I do that with ease. Just the traveling every night. Sometimes when you have five six uh, one nighters in a row, they're traveling every night and 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 all of that. That's the hardest part the easy part is singing i think i can get on stage and sing and perform maybe another 10 years it's not likely because i do plan to retire in the next year or so you know within the next year you were talking on an antwerp that it was probably your last show in belgium is it mm -hmm. a, is the idea to continue in the states for for a while or is that like you, you really like stopping no i know i would be retired totally by the time we did another UK or Europe tour, which is every other year. So I know I'm going to retire sometime in 23, period. I mean, I won't perform. I'll still be other things, doing other things in, in the show business, like working with my musical, but uh, I won't be performing probably after the middle of 23. Okay. A very difficult question to ask an artist, but what is the record that you're mm -hmm. proud of as of being a part of the Four Tops? Well, you know, there were quite a few, to be honest, but there was one in particular that meant more to me than the rest, and that was the very first one, which was Baby, I Need Your Lovin', because it changed our lives completely. Mm -hmm. I mean, right away, our lives just started changing for the better, believe me. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I could always say, Reach Out, I Was There, which is more of a worldwide hit, mm -hmm. uh, probably gave us more recognition than any other record uh, along with I Can't Help Myself or Sugar Pie Honey Bunch. Mm -hmm. But for me personally, it was the very first one, Baby, I Need Your Loving. It, it was life changing. I'll put it like that. It's really cool to talk to somebody who has been in showbiz for, for that long. I can't imagine like yeah. you always hear from bands that they like change their repertoire because it gets boring playing the same songs all over again. And yeah. Do you, do, yes, you enjoy playing the, do you keep on enjoying playing the old songs or do you rather give it a twist every now and then? 
Well, we do give our show a twist, but we don't take out the classics. The people want to hear that. That's what they come to see. Mm -hmm. You know, they come to hear us saying, reach out, I can't help myself. Baby, I need your loving Bernadette. Those classics we never take out, but we do fill the show in with different songs in between those. Yes. Mm -hmm. A lot of times. can imagine also there's a big difference between how it was playing in the 60s and the 70s and playing now uh, as it as it comes for crowds and stuff like that. Did stuff change a lot as well or do people still react in the same way as they did as they did back then? Well, I, you, you'd be surprised to know that they act in this very same way. Mm -hmm. Our trip to the UK and to Europe was as exciting and uh, the attendance was just as great as if it was in the 60s, 70s and 80s. Mm -hmm. uh, the reception was absolutely wonderful, tremendous, so to speak. Everybody, but only thing about it now, there's three generations watching us. You know, the family from grandfathers, mm -hmm. who was our number one fans in the 60s and 70s, the grandmothers, I mean, now the mothers who was around the 80s, 90s, and now the kids. Uh, I, I, and, I, I've, and I've looked at the audience and I've seen three generations every now and then. So that that's wonderful that I mean, it's really a, a compliment to us in the business that we can perform before three generations and they enjoy it. That is a true, true compliment. Because you talk about generations, is there any newer artists that came up in the last couple of years that you like were excited about uh, to hear? In the last couple of years, I have to ask my son. When I listen to the radio, I listen to music old standards from okay. in the 50s and 40s. Because uh, that's when I was raised. Let me put it another way. Maybe it shouldn't be a new artist, but is there any artists that you got excited over in the last couple of years that maybe like formed you in your 80s? You, you can't get by Taylor Swift. She's doing amazing things in the show mm -hmm. business. She is just as lovely and just as presentable. She can act, she can sing, she can dance a little bit, uh, mm -hmm. but she looks great and she, she's got all the fans. Mm -hmm. she, you know, she's just taking over the business, it seems like. And, and I like her a lot. I like her performances. You know. mm -hmm. uh, she, to me, seems like she's come from the old school a little bit, but she does it in a modern way. Happy with the, with the answer, Temptations. I think that makes a lot of sense, especially seeing you guys. Yes, and we do have fun together. We work together, we dine together, and mm -hmm. we have fun together. And it's, and it's really good. It's great. You being the only surviving member of the Four Tops, you have the same thing with the Temptations. Mm -hmm. How does that work with like finding new people to replace? Is we it... have been fortunate. We've been very... Temptations is different. They've had a, quite a few changes. Uh, we haven't had that many. Well... Because right now we have the son of one of the original top, that's Lawrence Jr. Then we have one of our best friends who was a soloist singer in his own right. And he joined us after the second guy passed. Uh, he's been with us son. He's like, um, he's like a four top trainee. We didn't have to do that much rehearsing. One thing, we never put a call out or a notice out that we need someone. And we've this is our third lead singer, which is the most we've changed. He seems pretty close to what we're looking for. He's you know, it's a great entertainer, good strong voice, and uh, he's good. So it keeps us more sounding like the original tops. Close, you know, to me it's not there, but it's close. It's a good combination. We work well together. We really learn to have fun together on stage, and that's important. Is there a future for the Four Tops after you would uh, stop performing? Oh, yeah, the, the Four Tops will continue, absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, there's too many classic songs 
that we have on it. And it's too much uh, audience appeal. And it's, to me, it's, it's more the songs than music than it is the personnel, to be honest. The songs are going to survive all of us. <laughs> That's for sure. So I, I put it on the this music as long as the tops after I leave have the presentation that's very similar to the record. They'll survive quite well, believe me. I want to thank Duke for this conversation. On next week's episode, I'm talking to a hip-hop legend and a childhood hero of mine, KRS-One, about the importance of teachers. Thanks for listening, watching, or however you check out accolades. Give us a thumbs up and follow our channel. See you next week.